Well, good morning and welcome back to The Hair Affair. This is Christine, your host, and I'm glad that you're joining me again on Stylist Sunday. I've got a great new episode, so stay tuned, grab your cup of coffee, and join me in the beauty lounge. Welcome back to The Hair Affair again today, folks. I have a stylist that is local to me here in Sheridan, Wyoming. I'm so excited. Her name is Rihanna, and she is the owner of Blackout Beauty. It's actually in Ranchester, Wyoming, which is just a few miles down the road. And we are happy to have her. How are you doing, Rihanna? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm glad that you're here. Just to kind of keep the listeners up to speed, tell me a little bit about yourself and your salon and how you got started in the industry. Um, well, so I moved to Florida in 2017 and there was a time where my oldest was starting to go into school. So I had like a lot of free time and I'm the kind of person like instead of getting like multiple jobs, I (laughs) tend to go back to school. Yeah. And I used to really want to be a mortician. And after I got pregnant, that obviously couldn't happen. So I actually went to cosmetology school after being kind of pushed by a friend, but also because I needed that cosmetology license to become a certified deserologist. Oh, I can still work on people who have passed. I just can't do like the embalming and the autopsies and stuff. I can do their hair and makeup and that certification. So that was kind of like the main reason I went to cosmetology school. And then come to find out I really liked it. And so then we moved back uh, two years ago and opened up Blackout Beauty. Wow. Well, that's quite a a ride. I've never heard of um, somebody starting out how you did. Is that something that you're still interested in and and would do on the side besides being in the salon or what are what's your thought on that? Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm actually still certified. I try to keep that certification up every year. It's not so much a requirement anymore, but it's kind of nice if you can look at a resume and be like, oh, okay, she went to school for this. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I I don't know about you, but I've been kind of hooked on the TV show Six Feet Under and I'm actually kind of binge watching it a little bit right now and this will probably be about my third time all the way through it and I look at them after they reconstruct and everything and then the hair and the makeup and I'm like I wonder what that would be like so I don't know if it would be something that would freak me out or if it was something I I could actually handle my my grandma this is kind of going off topic here but my grandma um, when she lived in Indiana she worked in a funeral home and later in life in my life after she had passed and I told my parents I was going to cosmetology school, my mom had actually told me that my grandma had started that as well. And then she got hung up in the forties and fifties and in the, at the funeral home and working. And so she never actually completed her license. And my mom's always accusing me of being just like my grandmother. So I just, I thought that was really interesting. (laughs) But no, it's, it's a definitely an interesting um, thing. It always takes some getting used to, Oh, for sure. I'm sure. I can only imagine that's a whole nother world right there for, you know, that yeah, new experience. Yeah. So, wow. And dealing with families that on, on, on a completely different level, because we know the expectations most of the time when somebody's sitting in our, in our chairs and they're showing us pictures from Instagram and, and you can verbally talk to them and, and understand what their expectation is and talk to them about that. Where here, it's not really an option. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that would be um, hard. It is, but thankfully, like, 
Pinterest kind of paved the way for like the digital images, but people still have Kodiaks, Polaroids and stuff like that. So we can always reference pictures are always a good thing. Right. Wow. (laughs) That's incredible. Interesting fact. You learn something every day. (laughs) (laughs) You started to talk a little bit about your family and I know you're married and you have at least a couple kids. Um, Is that right? I have three. Yes. Okay. Three. When I got to visit you on Veterans Day this last year, I, when I walked into your salon, I noticed that you're very family friendly. Yes. So, um, my oldest is going to be 10 and my oldest is, um, my child. I knew what it was like to be a single mom. So, you know, you want to get your hair done and you can't find a babysitter or you just want a place to relax when you get pampered a little bit, but you know, you can't find a babysitter, so you got to cancel your appointment. And then mm-hmm. there's like hardly any salons that do kids cuts anymore. I've noticed around here that isn't great clips. I agree. So we've been on the wait list for the daycare out in Ranchester since before we even moved back. Oh, wow. Are you yeah, still on so, that wait list? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I was like, well, you know, why not just take the kids to work with me and then people can bring their kids that way my kids are also getting socialized and they're also entertaining the other kids while their parents are getting a haircut or you know the occasional highlights or something like that sure yeah no I think that's great as long as the customer coming in or your guest that's coming in is aware of that and they can bring their child or or whatever that situation is then I think that's a bonus for all worlds around for you and for them yeah, I wanted to kind of make it all inclusive for everybody. But you know, every now and then you get the occasional, well, I don't like kids in the salon. And then, you know, sometimes you're just not a match for certain clients. And that's, sure. and that's like the- you know, and that's completely okay. You just kind of you, you that's how you find your people and how you build your clientele. Exactly. And if that what works well for you, then I say you keep doing what works well for you. And you'll you'll find the people or they'll find you one way or the other. Mm hmm. Cool. Well, since you have a family and you have that area for children in your salon, there's still a like a a work, like a personal life and a professional life balance. And I thought this would be something great to talk about with you because I do not have any kids. And so my life is pretty much well, it's still my my personal, my professional still needs a little bit of balancing. But I can't imagine having kids in the mix with that. And so I thought maybe for some of our stylists out there who are listening, that might be something that you could share with them a little bit is how you keep a balance if you do at all or how, you know, what your struggles are or what your your wins are even that you've found along the way. Well, you know, when you go to cosmetology school and you have to clock in because they clock your hours and it's a regular nine to five, Monday through Friday yes. kind of thing. Yeah. So it didn't kind of leave, it didn't leave a lot of room for a work-life balance. And I think that kind of prepared me for the real world. It was just having more than one kid that kind of, kind of gave me that curveball that I was like, oh, wow, okay, yeah. this is actually really hard. Admittedly, I don't think we have that much of a work-life balance, especially since the salon is so new. And, you know, owning your own business for the first year is going to be super dicey. I mean, even in the second year, it probably will be. But um, the only thing that we were able to do is that my oldest is thankfully in school. He's in fourth grade this year. So he's old enough to kind of understand what's going on. And then since they don't have school on Fridays here, he helps me out with the kids at the salon and he gets paid for that outside of work and doing like a work-life balance. It's, it's hard. I don't think we actually have found our 
work-life balance, but we do have a groove and a routine that seems to be very beneficial for everybody. It's just that we have to make the the extra time for not even just for our kids, but I mean, even for my husband and myself, because sure. he works really long hours too. So we don't really get to see each other that much. He, while I'm at work, he's at work. Right. Yeah. And then when we all go home, it's like, oh, dinner time, time for kids to go to bed. So it's hard, but I mean. You just kind of find your, you just probably find yeah. yourself in like the zombie mode or, or it's like, okay, we're home. We dinner or we have dinner, then baths bed. And then you might have an hour or two before you're like passed out yourself and ready for bed. <laughs> right. And so thankfully with my schedule, um, I'm open Tuesdays through Saturdays. I just kind of found that to be a more, um, it was more beneficial for the kids to do it like that. Cause on Mondays we don't have to rush to have a Monday, you know, it's sure we can take that extra day to kind of get ourselves ready for the week and prepare for what's there. And then if I don't have any appointments, I don't go in. So that's just pretty much my time to take the kids. We go to like the Y or something like that. Just something to help them. They're affected by it too. I mean, if I'm doing a highlight that takes four hours, that's four hours that they're in their playroom gawking right. and squawking at each other, snacking. And... <laughs> so, sure. I mean, you know, they kind of need that break too. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Kind of get out and stretch their or spread their wings a little bit. Do some running. Yeah. That's good and healthy for them. <laughs> but I think that's also maybe a good life experience for them in a way too because I know even for my fiance David his mom was a cosmetologist and he spent some time in the salon growing up himself but I think right now you're thinking oh my gosh they have to you know maybe they have to come to work with me or but maybe that's showing some or teaching them some like work ethic yeah yeah absolutely in the future I know one gal that I'm friends with at and the whole Redken network program she lives in well back east and she's always you know she owns her own salon too and and she'll be posting you know like her daughter or her son or you know whatever went to work with today and they were just working on a mannequin or doing this or doing that and I think that happens more often than what we realize out there and Sheridan just happens to be one of the areas where there really are limited salons that allow children. I know that our salon, we're open to children and having families there. I mean, even on Friday at one point, <laughs> that's all we had in our chairs all day were kids and families, you know, from every age. We had one that was just turning a year old, clear up to, you know, through high school. And I was just thinking, wow, this is not something that you'll see in most salons because most salons really want that laid back atmosphere. And, and I see both sides of that. And I've worked both sides of that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, well, great. What I was looking at too, on your uh, list of services that I wanted to ask you about, um, is that you had said something on your about your salon that you offer kind of tailored uh, hair needs as far as what type of hair products and stuff that you might use on somebody and you mentioned holistic is there like a specific brand that you like to work with or carry the brand that I primarily work with is Joyco okay um for my people that like more of an organic feel the surface line is absolutely great we use surface when I was in cosmetology school and oh man, I cannot say enough about the Surface line. I agree. I love Surface and I used to carry it actually on my retail shelf, but I, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was a price point, but I couldn't, it, it just wasn't a seller for me. So I, I 
liquid carrying surface? I really just use like particular products for people, like, especially if they have an allergy. Surface was really good for people with allergies. Because um, there was one point I was, I can't remember what color line it was. Rusk, I think is what it was. Okay. I don't think Rusk was ammonia free. And so we had some people that were breaking out in rashes when I was in cos school. And granted, if you're going to a cosmetology school and you're getting your hair done, you're clearly not afraid of inexperience. Right. Right. But I would be terrified to have my scalp burned. And unfortunately, that's what happened. So I switched to Kenra after I got out of school and I noticed that they were ammonia free or low. Yeah. Low yeah. They're ammonia free. Ammonia free. Yeah. And I really liked Kenra. And then I tried doing Redken too, but I actually didn't take any classes on the Redken products. So when I was using Shades EQ, I had no idea what I was doing. Oh. And um, there was one shade that just recently came out. I think it was the Apricot. Yep. So me being Joyco, if I saw like a A A A, I'm like, oh, it's a double ash instead of apricot. Yeah, I would have done that and probably like come up with like my own cowboy copper kind of formula. So <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I'm clearly not experienced enough for this, and I there just aren't so many classes readily available for Redkin through salon centric or Cosmoprop that I've noticed. So I just went to Joyco, and um, they had a better price point than Kenra at the time. But Surface, I really just kind of carry for. Sure. Certain people, every now and then, like bring products in, but and I think that's great too because yes, I am a Redken artist, and I love everything Redken, and you know I'm a certified hair colorist with Redken. So if that's something you want to go back to, obviously I can definitely help you out with that, and I would love to help you out with that. But I also one of my next favorites after Redken is Purology, which I feel like Purology and Surface are pretty, I mean, close equals. There's just more to the line and surface than there is Purology. Yeah. I've only ever used Purology's dry shampoo and I really, really liked it. (laughs) Yeah. And see, and I love Surface's dry shampoo. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're both such good brands. And like, I haven't been in the industry for very long, but for what I do know, I do really like those two those two brands in particular. I love Redken shampoo conditioners. The blow dry spray, what's it called? Pillow proof. Yes. Yeah. I loved that stuff. And then they had the diamond oil. I don't know if they still make that anymore, but that stuff was, was like my holy grail of hair care when I went from black to silver hair. Cause I had to be that girl. Of course we all do. So, and Redken, <laughs> Redken was like one of the brands that like saved my hair for sure. sure. Yeah. That's not the first story I've heard about that and that they do have great repair products for people who do do that or just you know even in our area how many of your clients are on well water and that's an extra added thing that you have to deal with on top of thinking about color and everything else because that affects everything oh yeah and I don't think people realize that when you're on well water there's you know going to be some some damage or there's going to be the minerals and the you know everything that's caught up in your hair that has to get out before you get a nice, good, even healthy coverage with color and yep. even the aftercare, you know, cause it can damage color and, and everything else too. It just, it's a matter of how you take care of it. Plus the dryness and all that, that comes with well water and yeah, the diamond oil and their uh, acidic bonding concentrate is been a lifesaver for a lot of my, my guests. It's really That's done a lot. Bond. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I used that for the longest time when I was in Florida, and oh my gosh, that stuff is fantastic, and it smells so good too. I know. It's not like an overpowering <laughs> thing at all, right? And that's what everybody says. And it took me a really long time to figure out what that smell was because one day I'd be thinking, oh, it's you know, it's oranges or it's something else. It just every time it smelled some, I could smell something different, and. But it, I mean, it is made with acidic fruit, so mm-hmm. it should smell kind of fruity a little bit. But anyways, yeah, no, it's good stuff. So the exciting thing, though, Rihanna, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, are RD stores that we have like in Gillette and in Billings, which would be like beaches in our area. Mm-hmm. They are converting over to salon centrics. And the, the yeah, one in Gillette is salon centric. <laughs> They actually should be, once they kind of get up on their feet a little bit, be holding different types of classes, either if it's with, you know, like Redken or Lanza or, you know, all the different brands. So hopefully that might be something, you know, now that I'm an artist and I can teach some classes that we can, if we get enough interest, we could hold something like that over at their store, like they did probably in Florida where you came from. Yeah, yeah, it would be nice to have education that's kind of close by and readily available instead of having to travel to like, um, you know, Colorado or something and stay there for. Oh, right. I mean, some people might be down for a weekend, but I mean, for somebody like me with family, you know, kids, and mm-hmm. family, you know, just having just having something close by would be really beneficial. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and if you ever have any questions, if it comes to Redkin, just you've got my number and you've got my Instagram or whatever, just shoot me a message and I'd love to help you if I can awesome. when Thank it comes so to much. Redken. Yeah, definitely. It's what I do and what Redken has hired me to do. And I'm in the area and this isn't, this wasn't supposed to be a Redken push. <laughs> no, but, but I love that though. Because like I said, I had no idea how to even use it. I just, right. I grabbed it because Redken was like such a high requested product, especially, well, like I started out in a chain salon and we had like very little Redken products, but we always had to push like commission for like the store brand stuff. Yes. And I was like, oh, cool. But yes. Redken screams like Fifth Avenue, you know, designer and stuff like that. So I was right. like, Redken, Redken. And then I was like, wow, okay, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, maybe one of these days I can haul you off to um, Fifth Avenue with me in New York when I go for some fun class or something like that. So you can really check out what their loft looks like there on Fifth Avenue. It's absolutely amazing. And the oh, classes God. there are so much fun. And it just, I the city took me. I, I really wasn't looking that forward to going to New York City when I went for training. But let me tell you, I fell in love with it and I'm excited to go back. So I'll have to bring people with me. <laughs> <laughs> for sure right It'd be well, a fun trip too. right yeah no kidding so but you also do you do I know that you do a little bit of everything you do waxing you do lash lifts and brow lamentations color I mean you do pretty much all of it except for nails it seems like uh, yeah that's one thing I could not <laughs> could not do master or just I just didn't I wanna... know I like I just couldn't do it for whatever reason so in our class we spent three days on nails, but we only spent it for like an hour each day. So, I mean, we didn't get like a whole lot of exposure to it anyway, but I'm telling you right now, my 10 year old could paint my nails better (laughs) than I could ever. So I was like, nope, cool. Some people are like, do you do nails? I'm like, nope, you can go see Angela up the road in Dayton. She's great. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Angela and she's literally down the road from me and I love her to death. So that's good. I know. Did you have to use uh, red nail polish in your state boards? 
No, um, actually, State Board was all electronic, but oh. it was all nail. It was yeah, it was all nail based for the um, sanitation and infection protocols. Oh, so Hardly you didn't have to demonstrate like an acrylic or anything like that. No. Oh my goodness. Oh well, they okay. So this is my story. I when I first went to school, I started out just getting my nail tech license first because I thought that's what I really wanted to do. I didn't think I had a chance with hair at all. And as I'm starting to finish out my hours for nail tech, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, why the heck am I doing this? I'd much rather be doing hair like I've always wanted to do. And so I went ahead, I graduated, I got my nail tech license, got in the salon and I was doing nails in the salon on the side while I went back to school to finish out my cosmetology license. And um, I, I mean, nails were fine. I, I could, I mean, I could do it. I would much rather just sit there and paint with just, you know, polish like gel nails or something like that, not actually build a nail out of acrylic or gel or fiberglass or whatever, you know, a tip. And so when I went to state boards, though, we had for the nail portion of state boards, when I just got my nail tech license, we had to finish out our nail with red polish. So basically, it shows like every detail of that nail and how smooth or how much you filed if you filed proper you know like it just it showed everything and oh wow I was not impressed with it but and then when I went back to take my Cosmo license um, board state boards for everything else I still had to demonstrate even though I was a nail tech at the time I still had to demonstrate an acrylic and thank goodness they don't actually grade you on how the nail looks they just, okay, did she do the procedure correctly sort of thing? <laughs> oh, that's a lot. Yeah, because I mean, for just starting out, I think it would be really discouraging to expecting something extremely perfect, perfect the first time around. Oh, I know. I know. So I don't know. I'm just glad that state boards is like in the very far past. And as long as I keep yeah. up on my license, I don't have to worry about that. And I can just focus on the fun stuff now and, and keep up with the trends, which is constantly changing. Yeah, well, that was kind of the thing. State board from Florida to Wyoming is so incredibly different. While I didn't have to do um, clinicals or anything like that on the floor in Florida, every year you have to take 10 hours of an education course to be able to even renew your license. In Wyoming, you don't have to do that. No, you don't. And I'm not sure how I feel about that, to be honest. I mean, it's kind of nice that you don't have to keep up on that. And it's really nice that if you have a Wyoming license, pretty much you can go anywhere to any state with it. Whereas a lot of people trying to come, I don't know, like, let's just say from Florida to here, sometimes they have to go back to it's school for extra hours or, you know, something like that just to get yeah. their license to, to move over. So... Yeah, no, it was an absolute nightmare to get my license transferred over. I graduated in 2018 with 1,000 hours. In the state of Florida, you have to have 1,200 hours. So the reason I was able to graduate early is because they decided to throw this law book at us in class one day, and it said that if you have certain circumstances or you finish something early, whatever, something, just give them an argument that you can graduate with 1,000 hours and challenge state board. Well, I did. I finished all my required performances early before everybody because when they were booking uh, people for the salon, our biggest required performance that we had to do was like 160 perms. And that's all I got booked for. So I was able to knock the perms out like really quick. No kidding. 
So after I did that, then I was able to go on to the relaxers, the plaits, the extensions, the um, just the regular haircuts, hair washing, uh, facials for that matter. So I was able to knock everything out really quick as far as theory and um, salon floor work. So when I hit a thousand hours, I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm tired of sitting around. My instructor and I were fighting because I couldn't do anything else. I mean, yeah, I was I was done. So he was like, you just need to find something to do. And I was like, you know, what? let me just make this easier for you. I'm going to go challenge state board. He goes, you can't do that. And I said, well, I have a law book right here that says I can. So he went to go talk to his supervisor at the school because I went to a college and the um, supervisor came back and said that it was fine if I challenged state board. But if I failed, I had to start the class all over again. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I won't be back. So um, I got registered for state board and I passed it the uh, first try. So I had a thousand hours under my belt and it's, you know, obviously been four or five years since then. When I moved back, I was in touch with state board through their uh, email portal. What was her name? Misty, I think. And she was super nice. She's like a receptionist there. She's great. She told me that I would have to get a, I'd either have to go back to school to uh, finish those hours, or I would have to get an endorsement of licensure done, which was a $300 fee. And then they would contact Florida State Board because for some reason they didn't believe that I was even licensed to begin with at just a thousand hours. Oh, wow. So it turned out to be like this huge, huge thing. So they, I paid the endorsement fee. They called Florida. Florida was like, yeah, nope. She's worked at, she opened up Great Clips after she graduated. And then I worked at a booth rent salon for a short period of time because of the no compete. And, um, they were like, yeah, no, she's got at least a year of uh, salon work under her belt. She graduated this. This is why she graduated. This is where her license says that she's been. Um, she's never failed an inspection at any of the salons that she's worked at. So it was good to go. So it took about three weeks. It was, so it's really not that long looking back at it. Yeah, one of their main arguments was that they were going to make me go back to school. And I was like, there's no cosmetology school in Sheridan anymore. I'd have to go to Gillette. And that just wasn't in the cards. I was like, that's not happening. Yeah. So I was like, I will pay the fee and you guys can handle it, but I'm not going back to school. Oh. And they told me that just because I had a thousand hours, I was not going to be able to have a full-blown cosmetology license. I could only have a hairstylist license, which was kind of crazy to me. I didn't realize that the hours were spaced to esthetician, hairstylist, and nail tech. Mm-hmm. Um, in Florida, your license is your license, whatever you went to school for. So I was like, no, I have a cosmetologist license. I can do hair, skin, and nails. That's what... I'm going to be going for. And sure enough, after all that was done and over with, thankfully, they sent me my um, license and it was a full-blown cosmetologist license. Well, good. That definitely took some legwork then, didn't it? Wow. It did. It was crazy. It was a crazy summer. I have never been such a panicky mess uh, until all that happened. Because I was like, they're going to take my license away. I worked so hard. Right. The last thing you want to do is go back to school for a thousand hours or whatever it is now. I think it's 1800 hundred instead of 2000 when I won it was yeah. 2000 I I was just like okay I'm cool I'm I've been out of school for five years I know a lot of stuff I've been keeping up with trends I'm going to go to cosmetology school and the students are probably going to jump me well cool. <laughs> that's that's like fun oh dear well I'm glad it all worked out for you because you definitely have I, if people go to your website here on gloss genius and they get a chance to take a look at your gallery and even if they look at your Instagram stuff your work is beautiful and you do a great job and I think that they could definitely feel confident about going to you (laughs) well thank you I appreciate that yeah absolutely I really appreciate that you took your time out today to talk to me about 
some, you know, balancing things out and just putting yourself out there a little bit. And hopefully uh, people will hear this and well, I know they're going to hear this, but that they can come find you in Ranchester, Wyoming. And I'll put it on my show notes where you're located and also on my webpage. But how about you go ahead and just tell everybody where they can find you or how they can find you? So um, I'm in Ranchester. I am in the now what is called the Bighorn Plaza. It is right behind the Hooten Owl, um, which used to be Kelly's Kitchen back in the 90s. So just right in there, you get off the highway, you see a nominate on the left-hand side, look for me on the right-hand side. You'll see my window decal from the road. You can't miss it. Awesome. Well, again, thank you for joining me today. And you are always welcome back. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. You too. It was so nice to be here and chatting with you. Yeah, you too. We'll talk again later. Awesome. Thank you. See you. Bye. Well, that was Rihanna. And thank you so much for joining me on today's show. And I will have all of her contact information on my website at theheraffairwithchristine.com. So if you have any other questions about how to balance out your work life and your personal life, she'd be a great person to get in contact with. And you're always welcome to contact me as well. And my information is also located on the website where I've got both my Instagram link and I've got my Facebook link and also a place where you can book online with me. Until then, I hope to have you back again with me for next Stylist Sunday and we'll have a great new topic ready for you to listen to. Have a great week. We'll talk again later. Bye.